Hey everyone, it is a girl's best friend where we talk about diamond sports, especially softball, because diamonds are a girl's best friend. Y'all, I am so excited right now. This is the best time of the year. We've got softball going, baseball, basketball. This is, oh man, this is the greatest time of the year. And I am so pumped right now. All right, let's get into it. Softball, man, regional was crazy. And I know, I know my regional picks didn't do all that well. But I will say, I don't know of a single person at all whose regional picks did well. I know right now the sport of softball has so much parity to it. And it is amazing to watch. And I think that that's really reflected in how the regionals went. So anyways, we'll get into really quick what happened in the regionals. And then I'll, I'll also say my pick and who actually won. All right, so the number one seed, the Norman Regional. I had Oklahoma coming out. Oklahoma came out. No surprise, Oklahoma dominated. Everyone expected that. In the Los Angeles Regional, this was one of the biggest surprises of the entire weekend. In the Los Angeles Regional, UCLA got eliminated in two games. UCLA was who I had picked coming out. They just couldn't get their bats going all weekend. It's not like their pitching was bad. It, they just couldn't get their bats going, and it was so disappointing. And both of their losses were honestly very interesting, very good games. And it came down to the end. They lost to Grand Canyon and to Liberty. So San Diego State came out of that regional, and they never had to face UCLA. That is wild. So when San Diego State plays Utah, spoiler, that will be the first time this entire postseason that they have played a seeded team. That is bonkers. So I picked UCLA. I don't know of a single person who picked anyone but UCLA coming out of that regional. And everyone was wrong. San Diego State came out. Okay, so for number three, that was the Tallahassee Regional. And I picked Florida State. I was right. Florida State came out. I, and South Carolina did put up a fight, just kind of like I expected. South Carolina pushed them to an if necessary game on Sunday. It was, it was good. Um, but Florida, Florida State, they actually, uh, Catherine Sandercock threw a perfect game in the if necessary game to push them into the super regional, which that is amazing. And that's so cool that she was able to do that. I believe that was the first Florida State perfect game in postseason history. All right, now to the Knoxville regional for the number four seed. Tennessee won. That's who I had coming out. I don't think they really struggled. They looked incredible. 
This Tennessee team is scary. They're so good. It is, oh man, they're, it's a fun team to watch. And actually, I believe on Saturday, their Super Regional against Unnamed, I'm not going to spoil this one, is going to be on ABC. So that will, if you have the ability, please tune into that because Tennessee versus unnamed team that are from the Cat Austrian Regional that I'll get to later on. That's going to be an incredible game. I'm so excited. All right, now on to the Tuscaloosa Regional. Montana Fouts did not pitch at all. And honestly, Alabama was never at a point where they needed her to pitch. Central Arkansas... They couldn't get their bats going except in one game against, I believe it was Long Island. They just couldn't get their bats going, and they lost twice to Middle Tennessee. Alabama played Middle Tennessee and ended up winning. I will make one, since Alabama is my team, I will have a little bit of bias here and just kind of get into what what happened just very specifically in the Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa Regional. So Jayla Torrance was the the star pitcher for Alabama in that regional. And Alex Salter pitched some, Lauren Esman pitched some, but neither of them had the success that Jayla Torrance did. Now if you've watched during the season, Alex Salter has definitely been especially in SEC play, has been the better second pitcher. And I have a theory about this. In the regional, Alabama played Long Island and Middle Tennessee. I don't believe Alabama ever played Central Arkansas. And Jayla Torrance had success. Jayla Torrance throws really hard. She throws like 70-ish. And Alex Salter, she is... She throws, like, more low 60s. And my theory is that Jayla Torrance did better against LIU and Middle Tennessee because they don't normally see velocity of that kind. Not taking anything away from Jayla Torrance, but they normally see the Alex Halter, Lauren Esmond type velocity, but they don't see the very, very hard-throwing Montana Fout Shayla Torrance type in their normal competition. And so I think Alabama is in a good spot going forward with hopefully Montana coming back. But Jayla Torrance has confidence because of how she performed in the regional. And going forward, Alabama's not going to play any of those smaller. I hate, uh, they're not going to play any more of that group of five competition, I don't believe. Or, so I think Alex Salter becomes more effective because everybody else from here on out is going to normally face that really, really hard-throwing type competition and makes Alex Salter more effective with her very slow velocity. So... Anyways, that's my theory on Jayla Torrance and Alex Salter and why Alex Salter wasn't quite as effective as she has been over the course of the 
especially the SEC season. But it was it was a very interesting regional and I am so excited for the super regional. All right, so then we moved to Stillwater. And oh by the way, I picked Alabama if Montana pitched and Central Arkansas if they didn't. And I think when it came down to it, Alabama was my pick, Alabama won. Okay, so Stillwater. I picked Wichita State and I was wrong. Oklahoma State came out of this one. And it was heartbreaking to watch Sydney McKinney's career come to an end. I was so disappointed. I hated that. But it was really, really good. Like it the competition was amazing. It was so entertaining. And Oklahoma State advanced. So let's get down to by the way, don't count out Kelly Maxwell and Lexi Kilfoyle because they were so good when it counted. All right, now to the Seattle Regional. Let's see, who did I pick to come out of this one? I picked Minnesota. Okay, so this was a wild regional, and it felt like every game was going to extras. The I remember the Minnesota-McNeese game, which I think was the first game of the entire regional, went to like... 12 or 13 innings and a regulation I think it was 12 or 13 and the a regulation softball game is seven innings so it was like two games back to back almost that was insane and McNeese ended up pulling that one out and Minnesota never quite recovered after that and I I watched that regional a bit and I think that I feel like if that Minnesota-McNeese game goes the other way and Minnesota wins, I think they put up a bigger fight in that regional. But I think just the emotion of all of that caused them to kind of go down quickly and Washington came out of that regional. All right, our next one is, where is it on the bracket? It's the Durham Regional. Duke won that one. I honestly did not get a chance to watch this regional at all. Um, but I I think I rem I think I I'm remember thinking and I remember if I said it on the podcast that I thought this was gonna be an easy one for Duke. It was no problem. They won. So the next regional is the Stanford regional. And who did I pick? I think I picked Stanford. Stanford. Florida did put up a little bit of a fight. But in the end, I was right. There was no Florida magic this year. And Stanford goes on. All right, so now we are to the... Let's see. I kind of forgot the seating here. Oh, Baton Rouge. Man, this was... Such a good regional. By the way, I I think I wanted to say who, between LSU and Louisiana, how they did in the season series. Because I figured they would match up and I wanted to see the tiebreaker. I think there ended up not being a tiebreaker. I think they each went two and two for this season, if I remember correctly. I think they, they each... Won and lost the game against each other. 
in this regional. Let me see if I can look that up just to be certain. But in the end, Louisiana won when it counted. Let's see. LSU won that matchup. Yep. Let's see. Oh, LSU won. Oh, it pushed it to it if necessary. So Louisiana, three to two for this season because they played three times in this uh, regional. I forgot that it had gone to an if necessary game. So Louisiana won both times on Sunday and becomes, and they're the champs of the state of Louisiana and they defeat LSU. Who did I have in that regional? I had LSU. Wrong again. All right. So the Fayetteville Regional. This one was crazy. And not at all what I expected. I had Arkansas. Oregon came out. There were a lot of rain delays in this one. So I didn't get to watch much of it. But I did not expect Oregon to come out at all. But it happened. I just watched some highlights and Oregon just looked like they were dominating everyone. I don't remember all the scoring, but it just watching it, it felt like, um, it felt like Oregon was dominating everyone. Okay. Now to the Evanston regional. I picked Kentucky to come out. I did not think that the bats of the other teams would matter. But Northwestern had just enough pitching to make that matter. So Northwestern comes out, and I was wrong about that one. The Cat Osterman Regional. I did not spoil this one. I had Texas A&M come out, and I was wrong. But this was such a good regional. And Texas A&M had their chances. And... At one point, I thought that they were going to pull it out, uh, especially in, let's see, the winner's bracket game. I think it was the one. No, it wasn't the winner's bracket. Yeah, it was the winner's bracket game where Texas comes back to win that one. And then in the game on Sunday, Texas just took care of business and won 11 to 5. So I thought Texas A&M had a chance. They just... Couldn't quite do it. Their pitching ended up being a little bit of a problem. But that was a very, very good regional. And there was a lot of like last-second victories. It was good. All right, the Athens regional. I picked Georgia to come out. And George came out. Madison Kerbricks and Shelby Walters are a force. And Emma Limley is just one person. And she is not nearly as effective as she was last year. Which is disappointing because she was so fun to watch last year. But this Georgia team, you cannot, cannot underestimate them. All right, so the Salt Lake City Regional. I did not get to watch this regional. Um, I had Utah coming out. Utah came out. Already spoiled that one. Sorry. And then probably my favorite regional was the Clemson Regional. I had Auburn coming out. But Clemson came out. But Auburn fought all the way to the end. And I cannot believe, cannot believe that I was even thinking about going for Auburn. In the 
Valerie Cagle, Maddie Pinta game I watched on Saturday. It, <laughs> it was crazy. Clemson won that one seven to nothing, and it just felt like once Maddie let one run, it just the floodgates opened, and Clemson just tore it up. In the first game on Sunday, Auburn won five to two, and then in the if necessary game, Clemson won five to one. All right, so our super matchups then are Oklahoma and Clemson in Oklahoma. So we got a Norman Super Regional. Then we have Utah and San Diego State in Salt Lake City. Utah gets the gets to host the regional. I mean the super as the seeded team. Then we have probably my favorite super, maybe my favorite super in Tallahassee, Florida State and Georgia. I Every second that I possibly can be watching it, I want to watch that one. That one's going to be incredible. I want to see how Florida State's pitching does against Georgia's offense. I want to see how Georgia's pitching does against Florida State's offense. That's going to be entertaining. And Madison Kerpix and Shelby Walters versus Catherine Sandercox can be amazing. Okay, then the, the Super that is going to be on ABC... Tennessee and Texas. Oh man, that's going to be amazing. I just, I don't know how much of a shot Texas has. That one, it should be good. That's going to be a lot of orange. That's a lot of orange. Okay, then the Tuscaloosa Super, Alabama and Northwestern. And then the Stillwater Super is Oklahoma State and Oregon. Then we have Washington and the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. We got Duke and Stanford in Durham, and that is all of our supers. All right, so let me make my supers picks real quick. Okay, so this these are the teams that I think are going to go to the Women's College World Series. Oklahoma, clearly, clearly. Clemson, they had their hands full with Auburn, and Auburn is nowhere near the caliber of Oklahoma. So... Oklahoma, obviously. Then the Salt Lake Regional, Utah and San Diego State. San Diego State has had the easiest path so far. It ends here, Utah. Florida State and Georgia. Okay, so let me see if I can get this stat pulled up. Um, Florida State softball in the women's college world series let me see here i wish i'd thought about pulling this stat up earlier um okay so they went on this little streak of every other year and it was that was interrupted by covid every other year getting to the world series and then that got interrupted by COVID, but they came back in 2021. By the way, this is their every other year. I can't. I feel like Florida State is underestimated. I have to go Florida State. Alrighty. 
so I have picked I picked the higher scene so far. Let me write this down so I have it. I picked Oklahoma. I picked Utah. And I picked Florida State. Okay, so next I have the Texas-Tennessee Regional. I'm super Tennessee all day. I don't think that... Um, Texas really has a shot. Tennessee's pitching staff is so deep. Now, Texas did go on that run last year, but there's no Mary Iacopo this time. They don't have that star this year. I'm going to go with Tennessee. So then we go to the um, Tuscaloosa Super. And it's Alabama Northwestern. I gotta go Alabama because I feel like Montana will probably pitch. I know that Coach Murphy had said in the regional that she could have gone, but it was probably best for her rehab that she didn't. We're a week later. She will probably pitch. I expect she will. And I Northwestern's offense was not good against Kentucky's pitching, Miami of Ohio's pitching, uh, and East Illinois's. I was trying to look who the other one was. I don't think Northwestern's offense is going to do well against the pitching of Alabama. So I pick Alabama to go to the World Series. Okay, so now we have Oklahoma State and Oregon. Oklahoma State's reign ends. I don't know what is going on with Oregon right now, but it feels like they're the team of destiny. So I'm going Oregon. Then we have Washington and Louisiana. This one's really tough. Really tough. I'm going to go Washington. I doubted them. I don't want to say Washington, but I am going to say it. I don't know. There's just... There's something that feels inevitable about this Washington team. Also, this is going to be played in Seattle, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Washington. Okay, so Duke and Stanford. Stanford, Duke has had the easiest path. Stanford had to fight for it, and I think Stanford goes on. Okay, so my eight teams are Oklahoma. Utah, Florida State, Tennessee, Alabama, Oregon, Washington, and Stanford. That would be an incredibly good World Series. Now in the World Series, the whole, um, I can't give you matchups because the matchups get crazy and then people swap. They are like on the top bracket or the bottom bracket and they swap brackets and it's very confusing. So I can just give you my picks so let's go through them one more time. Oklahoma, Utah, Florida State, Tennessee, Alabama, Oregon, Washington, Stanford. Those are my picks. We'll see how that goes. Also, there's a lot going on in the transfer portal already. There's some really big names going on. Um, no real updates to give at this point, but there may be more discussion as we go further on. I will tried to do another episode after the supers once we have the 
bracket set for the College World Series. Anyways, I hope everyone has a great day.